For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Rangers, a New York Rangers podcast presented by Blue York on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus. We have a great show for you today with my favorite guy to follow on Twitter, Fitz, legendary guy. I've been on Twitter probably since the days that the app actually was created, so a lot of fun with him. A huge Ranger fan, a huge New York sports fan. We got that, and we got a lot more. So let's get into it. Adam Fox with a beauty. Save Chesterkin. It's a hat trick for Mika Zibanejad. Kako shoots. He scores. Kako. NHL training camps have begun. We got the first preseason game this coming Sunday. Hockey is officially back. I'm super excited. Uh, it feels like it's been a really, really, really long offseason, longer than normal. I don't know. I don't really know why. Uh, I guess because we've had a lot of hockey in the last year. There wasn't really a long offseason last season or between the bubble and last season. So very exciting that hockey's coming back. We're about two weeks away or a little less than three weeks away from puck drop. Um, very exciting stuff. And the only thing I really want to talk about in this intro are the people that were kind of angry about Adam Fox wearing a Norris nameplate on the back of his jersey for day one of training camp. I saw a lot of people saying, like, what kind of organization is this? It's about the name on the front, not the back, and, and all these things. And I was like, they're just having fun. Some people thought, like, Fox chose to do that. That's not the case. I, I, I highly doubt Adam Fox said, hey, can you guys put Norris in the back of my jersey instead of Fox? I think that'd be really funny. No, it was obviously the Rangers team trying to have a little fun with Foxy, trying to maybe you know, get him a little out of his shell and, and make him feel a little more comfortable, obviously, because you know a lot of people have been coming up to him and saying, Norris, 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 but he wants to have fun with it. So I thought it was awesome, and, and it's great to see the guys really embrace that and, and really just love their teammate. I thought that was awesome, and people always complain that hockey players should have more fun. So I thought it was a really funny move and, and a really cool move of the Rangers to do. And, and me as a Ranger fan and, and as someone that knows him, I loved it. I thought it was really awesome, and he looked really happy. So um, that was really cool. And for the people that hated it, just just try to find joy in anything, man, because if you were angry at that, then I don't know what the hell wouldn't make you angry. So um, that's all I got to say about that. I also found it very interesting. I saw a really good clip of Chris Kreider talking about his leadership role, and I found it very interesting. I thought he did a great job answering. And for me, you know, Kreider is a guy that's been around for a very long time, basically the last decade, and I'd love to see him wear the C. I know the talks are about Jacob Truba, but um, for me, Chris Kreider is my guy. Um, he's been one of my favorite players in the team since the second he left BC to join the Rangers. And uh, I want to play this clip for you guys just to, so you can hear his take on his leadership role with the Rangers. Thanks for anyone. It's, it's about being genuine, true to yourself, not trying to be something that you're not. And um, I've always been the young guy on every team that I've ever been on growing up. And after the, you know, everything, four or five years ago, I quickly became the old guy. <laughs> um, 
so for me it was about figuring out who, who I was as, as a leader, as a veteran. Um, and that's something I'm continuing to do and continuing to grow and, and am working on every single day. But uh, for me, if, uh, I think um, there's an increase of self-awareness of, of, of who I am as, as a leader and as a veteran. Um, and you know, roundabout way of answering your question, I think that um, I, I like working with people one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I think I've, I've been around long enough, you know, experienced enough to, to, to you know, share some of that experience and, and um, to be compassionate, to be empathetic, um, understanding of, of a position that a guy might be in, um, to to approach guys and to, you know not, not necessarily with all the answers, but to listen to understand, um, and that's something I think that we have up and down the organization right now. Uh, there's a, a very clear goal, a very clear focus. Everyone wants to win hockey games. Everyone wants to make the playoffs, and everyone knows that to do that, you know, we need the most out of everyone. We need everyone to be the best version of themselves. Um, so you see that from management, from coaches. Uh, players have picked up that that torch and ran with it. Where you know, you know, what can we do to help? Type of thing. Um, not that it's it's never been divisive here, but there's just it's very it's very clear that everyone is, you know, there's it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of love, a lot of love in this building right now, I think. Um, and guys are building each other up, and guys want to, to grow and to be better. And like I said earlier, to pull in the right direction uh, as a collective, as a group. So um, I think that's, yeah, that's, that's, I guess, my leadership style in ways. I, I do like working one-on-one -on -one with guys and to have those, those conversations. Um, I wouldn't view myself as a huge rah-rah cheerleader. Um, I'm definitely not quiet. <laughs> on the bench or in the locker room, um, but um, I mean, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I'm grateful and appreciative to be here and be playing pro hockey, and um, you know, if I can help direct people towards that, even when it's not going well, I think that you know, I'm accomplishing my job because we, we do something pretty incredible for a living. And, uh, we're treated pretty well, to say the least, and um, playing an organization that treats their players as well, if not better than any other place in the league. So. Pretty incredible stuff from Kreider. As you can tell, he just gets the organization and, um, you know, gets what makes him the best leader he can be. So I'm all for Chris Kreider being named captain. I hope it happens. Um, and we'll just see. It, it should come out relatively soon, I would say, before opening night. They're probably not going to announce it until after the preseason. But, um, you know, it looks like it's getting narrowed down to Kreider or Truba. I do want to take a second to talk about our sponsor, Blue York. Like I always tell you guys, Blue York is a custom-made brand that makes content and apparel for the blue shirts. I always rock the clothes around the house and to games. They got a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool hoodies, some basketball jerseys, some hats, and a lot of cool different things on the website. So go check them out, imbleyork.com, and use code Johnny when you check out and get 15% off of everything on their website. That's Johnny for 15% off of anything on their website. That's about all I've got for this intro. I do want to get into this interview with Fitz. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm very excited to be joined by the popular man on Rangers Twitter, someone I've followed probably since the day that I joined Twitter. One of my favorite follows, super funny guy, loves New York sports, loves the Rangers. I'm sure you know him if you have the bird app that we all love. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm just going to call you Fitz. What's up, Fitz? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for that intro, and uh, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Like I said, I've been following you for a long time. I, I love listening to you on Blue Shirts Breakaway. I love those guys, Ryan and Greg. So, uh, you know, it's, it's awesome that you're here. I've been dying to talk to you for a long time. 
Yeah, no, I mean, uh, shout out to Ryan and Greg, man. They're the the first people ever have me on something. So, you know, those those guys are great. And they are the gold standard, in my opinion, right now for for Ranger stuff. I completely agree. Like they're they're just fucking awesome dudes. But I know you're a big New York sports guy. I'm not sure who you root for aside from the Rangers. Are you Knicks, Giants, Mets? So I'm a Jets and Mets fan. And then uh-huh. for basketball, I mean, I, I like don't really hate either the Nets or Knicks, mm-hmm. but I've always been a big, big Warriors guy. Yeah, I know you're uh, a Curry guy. Yeah, always been a big Steph and Draymond guy. So, mm-hmm. so that's my team. But it was definitely pretty cool to see uh, both, you know, the Knicks and Nets be really good this year. And hopefully, mm-hmm. it's the same way again this year. It'll be, it'll be good for uh, the city for sure. Well, as a New York sports fan, it's interesting because I know a lot of us love to hate our teams, but for the Rangers, at least in my lifetime, like, you know, they've been pretty relevant for the last 16 years. Well, I guess not the last like four or five, but, you know, growing up for me, there was never really a love to hate kind of vibe with Ranger fans and every other sports team that we've had in New York fans love to hate their team. Like the Islanders had it for a long time till kind of recently, the Knicks, definitely the Nets, definitely Mets Yankees are doing it now. So like, why do you think the Rangers are excluded from that conversation? Or do you think Ranger fans love to hate the Rangers? I mean, aside from Rick Nash in the playoffs, I don't see any of it. No, no, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, definitely like people, you know, it more always just falls on the coach that people hate. Mm-hmm. Like towards the end, people really hated AV and even towards the end with Quinn, like people were kind of just fed up with him. So I'd say that's usually where the hate gets directed. Uh, but the player wise, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just because of like the stage they're in and where they've, you know, been the past few years with all mm-hmm. the rebuilds and everything that like expectations are so low that there's really like no one to really hate. I mean, Brett Howden, I guess got some pretty, yeah. <laughs> and he did. You know, Leibor Hayek gets it, and mm-hmm. Ryan, Ryan Strom, even though he's been like really good, is is just fun to make fun of for some reason when he when he's missing wide open nets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but none of those guys definitely deserve the hate they get. I mean, nothing can compare to like you know what Zach Wilson's doing right now. Or I know Laugh, you know Laugh had a tough start to his rookie year. He didn't score much, but he didn't receive much hate that Zach Wilson's getting in his first two games. No, not at all. I and mean, I think that's like you kind of alluded to mainly because like hockey just isn't as big around here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like. You know, you still get it from, I guess, like Larry Brooks to the Post or, mm-hmm. you know, some radio stations here and there. But for the most part, it's like, you know, hockey's a distant third or fourth, honestly, compared to the other sports happening. So, you know, there's just not as much uh, there's there's too much time to hate on everyone else, given how bad these teams have been over the last few years. So the hockey kind of skirts under the radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you're definitely a, a longtime suffering fan. So hopefully the Rangers can get back to the playoffs this year. That'd be awesome. I know we uh, we all want to see that. But I'm curious, too, for you. I mean, you know, this offseason had a lot of hype, but nothing really too crazy happened. I know we signed Reeves, Barkley Goodrow, and Patrick Nemeth, and a couple other names that I probably forgot about already. But um, for you, just following hockey as a fan, not even just the Rangers, what was, like, the most interesting story from the NHL for you that you wanted to follow this offseason? Yeah, I guess the big ones, obviously the Eichel yeah. stuff. That's like that's, that's like dead. number one for sure. <laughs> but even though it was like every couple of weeks, there was like a non-update update. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess the other big one to me is like just the being on a new broadcast, like two new networks this year. I think mm-hmm. is like really good for the NHL. I think TNT is like, in my opinion, the, what they do with the NBA is great. Like inside the NBA is the the best sports show on TV probably by far. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game, they have some great announcers. They don't obviously have, like, the best. I mean, Chris Webber is finally gone. Like, Red Miller <laughs> still there. But I'm, like, very excited to see what those two networks, ESPN and TNT, do with, with hockey. I think uh, it, it's really just going to be huge to have games on a 
network like TNT that's like on everyone's basic cable. Mm-hmm. So like you you're not gonna have like NBCSN where if you're in a hotel room, you don't get yeah. NBCSN or if you're you know using I don't know streaming service or whatever or Fire Stick or Apple TV like you could still use cable to get TNT. You can never do that to get NBCSN and uh, I think those two channels are just gonna be great for um hockey moving forward i think it's like i i said something yesterday where like this there's like nine oilers games on the two networks combined mm-hmm. which is huge five five more than they had last year at mbcsn like it's it's just huge yeah like you said to to get the talent on tv and like in front of more faces is huge and like it, it's such a massive opportunity for the nhl to really like gain new fans because they need to you know there there's a there's a huge I guess I don't want to say demographic divide, but like hockey very much reminds me of baseball mm-hmm. where there's like, you know, very old school fans and like a new generation that kind of has lost interest in the sport a little bit. And I feel like hockey is very similar to that. Um, like the NFL and NBA are both like the young person sport. Like everyone watches football. Basketball is like huge among, you know, younger kids. Everyone, you can see their faces, but hockey and baseball have really struggled with that. And a big reason is not having their stars all over the place. So mm-hmm. having guys like McDavid, McKinnon, Matthews, I mean, all these young guys on TV more is just going to be great for the league. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And on top of that, I need to ask you this. Have you been a fan of the Manning cast? And if so, <laughs> would you would you want the NHL to have something like that? Like who would you want to be two guys doing a similar thing to a Manning cast, you know, maybe once a week? Well, that's that's a good one. Well, first off, I have loved the Manning cast. It's great. You love Payton, them. Payton, yeah, Payton and Eli are, are hysterical to me. I think mm-hmm. they're really good. Um, I don't know. It's tough for hockey, right? Like, there's maybe the Sedins. You want to break them out of retirement? The Sedins. I, I, no I don't way. try to think of like brothers or something, yeah. or like people who are really close. But I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. They. That's like I think going to be the next step for them. Is like a like you know how. Um, the NFL did like the Nickelodeon broadcast mm-hmm. and then the NBA is doing some with ESPN with like Marvel stuff. So I think hockey could really tap into that, like get some younger viewers, but for the, like the Manning cast, how they should, I, I, I think they got to get the, the regular announcing teams down first and then worry about something like that. But uh, like I said, I'm very hopeful for the TNT and ESPN era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's fair. But uh, for me, I mean, I've watched the Manning cast a little bit, but I don't know. I, I maybe maybe this is biased because I just love hockey, you know, more than any other sport. But I feel like the voices in the game of hockey are just so distinct and so unique that you can't really watch a game, especially with how intense the sport of hockey is. I know football, you know, people can argue is just as intense, which it is. I'm not saying it's not. But for hockey, like. I don't know if I would want to watch two people just like commenting on the game. Like I, I love the commentary that goes into the sport of hockey. Like, you know, voices like Kenny Albert and, and Doc Emmerich and, um, you know, just other legends, even Brendan Burke, who's been awesome. Like I actually yeah, am a big fan great. of his. Like, I, I don't know if I would ever want to do that for hockey. I'm not sure it's for me. I mean, maybe you might have a different idea as far as that, but I don't know. I think hockey voices are just so unique. And and then again, like, you know, you think of Joe Buck in baseball and uh, Mike Breen in basketball. And then obviously, you know, the football legends as well with Chris Collinsworth and, and Al Michaels. But I don't know. I just love the classic commentary. I don't know if I'd ever want the world to like switch to what it is with the man casts. Yeah, no, I, I really completely agree. Like it's uh, it sucks that like Doc Emmerich's not around or not mm-hmm. announcing anymore. He's obviously still around, but um, he's he's like the 
the voice of hockey for a ton of people, um, as is like Gary Thorne for like the yeah. generation above mm-hmm. us. You know what I mean? So, you know, everyone's got their their guys. I, I personally love Brendan Burke. And I think the Islanders like Loki have a great broadcast yeah, team when they mm-hmm. outside of Butch Goring, who's like a, a, a <laughs> extreme homer, which I understand. Like, I don't get mm-hmm. mad at that stuff anymore. Um, but like AJ Mazelko is great. I think she's fantastic. Like, and um, I was really happy when I saw, I think ESPN hired her to do some games, I think, uh, and Turner hired Brendan Burke to do some national games there too. So it's, it's great. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, um, just while we're talking about like kind of marketing players and marketing the NHL a little bit more, what would you do to change that approach? You know, obviously as we're heading into like a new era of the NHL. Yeah. Um, I think social media is going to be big. Um, Mm -hmm. like having Leecher report basically have like the same highlight deal they have with like the NBA. So where they get like first crack at whatever to post. Um, I think that's huge. I think that's like a big, big step in the right direction. Just getting these guys names out there more. And then the, like i mentioned before to being on Turner and ESPN uh, huge, like then they've already seen, like they get it in terms of like putting the stars, you know, on as much as they can. Um, obviously with hockey, it's like a little tough because, you know, you got the Canadian markets too. And then mm-hmm. there's teams, all over the country where like you wouldn't think is a hockey market you know you got like arizona florida tampa bay has won two back-to-back cups the california team so uh you really just getting the guys out there more on social media and tv i think is going to be big and again bleacher report turner that's that's like right up their alley so you know house of highlights is going to be doing like hockey stuff next year like that's pretty Mm -hmm. cool were you watching Game of Zones when they had that on Bleacher Report? With oh, the yeah, all the time. Dude, all I fucking time. loved Game of Zones. I'm so mad that it's gone. I would love that for hockey. How awesome would that be for hockey? Oh, it'd be great. It'd be great. But, the, yeah, they were, they're, like, really creative with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no disrespect to the people who, like, run the NHL or, like, run Sportsnet or team stuff. It's just different when there's, like, a, a, a company that's, like, dedicated solely to digital and social media as opposed mm-hmm. to like a team in a, in a sport to be honest that's again like lag behind the times in terms of like coverage and media and social media so uh that's like right up they're they're gonna do a great job with that bleacher report. yeah i would just love like something similar to like the what is it, the gridiron gang with uh the football show the, yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. I, I love the animated stuff i think it's so funny Oh yeah, like I, I, they're gonna. I would, I would bet that they're gonna do stuff like that, which is great. I think it's gonna mm-hmm. be, I think it's gonna be awesome. Like you'll get the people who complain about stuff, like all the people who were complaining when Stephen A. Smith was like commenting on the Maple Leafs and stuff, like back in when they blew it again. Mm-hmm. Did you love that? You must have loved that. I love. Yeah, well, it was great. I mean, it's mm-hmm. awesome. Like just, just thinking about, like I've, I've never seen Steve. I saw. I actually heard Stephen A. Smith talk hockey one time way back when he used to have a radio show on uh ESPN radio was in Philly or no uh he was in New York he was in was New York there. he used to he used to be on like before Michael K and Don LaGreca mm-hmm. and like when the Rangers made their cup run he had Don on like all the time to talk about the Rangers because he, he used he said what he said in the beginning of that video he's like the only thing I know about hockey is that the puck is black like, that's, that's awesome. it yeah so like I thought it was great I mean he's an entertainer and like people don't I don't think understand that he's, like his sports takes are not I, I like same with Skip Bayless. Like, who knows how much of what they say they actually believe? But mm-hmm. you know, I, Stephen A. Smith's hysterical to me, so I I, uh, I thought that was awesome. I could care less whether he like, you know, he might think the Rangers are gonna be the worst team in the NHL last year. I'd still love yeah. listening to him. Yeah, like, it's like it's like one of those things where you know, ho- hockey in general fans complain that like nobody talks about the sport, and then someone very prominent decides to talk about the sport, and you're gonna like complain then that 
well, he doesn't know what he's talking about, so he should just shut up. So, like, which is it? You know, you can't have it both yeah. ways. I kind of like when people don't know what they're talking about. That's kind of like what I pride myself on. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, that's exactly. Yeah, I, mean. I, have no, I have no fucking clue. I just give my opinion. Like, I, I don't know any facts, any numbers. I simply just look at things and I give my opinion on them. Yeah, like that to me, like, you know, the Tony, I don't know if you know, like Tony the, X. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that was the best night on Twitter ever. Unbelievable. That's like one of the best hockey hockey nights I've seen. And like, mm -hmm. th that was great. Like, that's awesome. And now he's like a diehard fan. So like, yeah. that's that's stuff that the sport needs more of. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the one tweet that stands out from that night, the one I was just cracking up at when he tweeted, uh, the goalie just said, fuck it and left. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was epic. That night, who were they playing? It was like Blues Blackhawks, I think. That, that yeah, it was like was a playoff game. It was like, a, I'm pretty sure it was either regular. It was like end of regular season or like beginning of the playoffs. And then it was just like, obviously, playoff hockey is a different animal compared to the regular mm -hmm. season. So, I mean, uh, I have, ca I have friends who are like casual hockey fans who watch in the playoffs just cause you know, it's just so intense, especially with mm -hmm. fans. I mean, having fans back last year was awesome. Even Islander fans too. Like I, I love like scrolling through Twitter when the Islanders were on their run this year. And oh, it was I'm, hysterical. I, yeah, I'm not one of those fans that like hates the Islanders. Like I, I love hockey. So yeah, exactly. And I want to, I, I want a ton of money on them this year. Did you? Betting on, betting on them every series. Yeah. It was hysterical. I mean, they just, they were like, you know, two to one underdogs against the mm -hmm. Bruins. And I was like, this, this makes no sense. So no, I completely agree. I actually, I was, I was waving blue and orange towels when they were <laughs> those first two series. I placed like the biggest bet of my life on, on the game seven. I was so pissed, but I mean, I did have like, I, the under such a lock in that game. I had under, uh, I had no goal first 10 minutes under first period under the game, but I also had the Islanders money line. So I kind of like canceled out, but that was the most money I've ever put on a hockey game, like in my life. And I was just shitting my pants watching the game. The entire time. <laughs> yeah. That, that game was, that game was crazy. I mean, yeah. the, the, the big one I had, I kept betting. Um, I kept betting Brock Nelson to score when they played the, the penguins. Clinch, clinching games. Yeah. And in, in, in the first round against the penguins, like specifically, he just like, he just lit them on fire and I would just mm -hmm. do him and, uh, JG Paggio to get a point because the dude is like money. the most money playoff player I've seen mm -hmm. who's like such a he's like a good player but he's not like a top line guy you think about yeah. and like in the playoffs he's just magic so like I just kept betting on the two of them combined with like Islanders in the series and Islanders money line and it was just it was an it was amazing it was blood money but it was great <laughs> Smart man. A lot of Ranger fans though might hate you for doing that, but who the fuck cares? Oh, they it's, couldn't stand yeah. it when I kept yeah. it. Yeah, they they were so pissed, and I was like, "Listen, money's <laughs> money." But yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the green. Green is the only thing you care about. That's what you're a fan of when you when you gamble. The color well, green. Well, I guess while we're on that topic, what do you make of the whole Evander Kane situation? I mean, you know, I, I saw there was new stuff that came out today, so you know, the allegations are terrible honestly they're mm -hmm. they're horrible to look at um i'm glad to find out he wasn't betting on games that was definitely like good to see uh, but like the whole situation is really messy and sad so mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen there it's interesting though like i, I think i forgot i think it was jeremy ronick he went on spit and chicklets and was talking about how like, you know, on Sunday, when they had Sunday matinee games, Ronick would be like looking at the scoreboard when they showed the NFL scores. And he'd be like so fucking happy. And the Flyers are losing four nothing. And all his teammates would be like, JR, what are you smiling about? He goes, Eagles are up by seven. They're covering the spread. Like, you know, that shit's, I think that shit's awesome. Like, NHL players should be allowed to bet. I mean, obviously not in their own games, but I don't think Evander Kane should be like, you know, criticized for just gambling on sports. I mean, obviously. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I would just say, like, I, I, I don't, that stuff that I mean, doesn't, Matt, I, I could care less. Guys mm -hmm. spent on other sports, like honestly, God, it's it's legal and 
basically half the country at this point. So it's like really not that, you know, it's not something frowned upon as much anymore. He just, you know, it seemed like he had a legitimate gambling problem of any game, which is like casinos, like reading it that he, you know, owed a lot of money to different casinos and like Mm -hmm. high stakes poker players and stuff like that. So like that, that's, you know, you got a a, a addiction, you know, you got to get it like taken care of. So, you know, I, I was reading that the sharks were, doing that with him last year which is you know nice to see like the mm-hmm. organization help him out but yeah the the gambling stuff i was excited i was happy to see that he you know didn't bet on nhl games or against the sharks but you know i still think he's i, I wouldn't be surprised if he's getting a suspension if whatever happens with this uh domestic violence situation mm-hmm. gets gets sorted out yeah no i definitely see like a you know seven to ten game suspension maybe just so like the nhl can kind of make it look like they're helping out a little bit. I feel like, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, I'm trying to remember what they suspended like Austin Watson for way back in the day. Um, I don't even, I don't remember that. Yeah. He he was like convicted of uh, domestic violence and, oh, he got 27. So, wow. Yeah. If, if it comes out, I mean, if it's Mm -hmm. you know true and everything, they do an investigation. He's probably looking at like 30 games, I would say. Yeah. Would you want to see him fight Jake Paul? I know that was like a thing last year. <laughs> well, it makes more sense now why he was trying to. Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that was before was this in. all. Yeah, honest yeah. to God, now looking back on it, that kind of makes sense why he was doing all that. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even put that together. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jake, Jake Paul, I mean, I, I haven't watched one of those fights. I refuse to pay money for that. Same. I just watched the video on Twitter that comes out. After yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm not spending my money to watch one of those fights. Although I heard they are kind of entertaining. I mean, if he did fight, if he fought Evander Kane, I would probably pay to watch that. But or Tom if he, Wilson. Yeah, if he, if he, but like he, he like he KO Nate Robinson pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Nate Robinson is a pretty tough dude. Um, yeah. yeah, he's like a pretty good boxer, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 boxing, so it's just a lost sport. Mm-hmm. I respect him. I don't like him. I mean, that's fair to say. Yeah. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to ask you away from like the NHL though. I know you're a Q's grad and Syracuse has a really solid D one women's hockey program. And I know they have a good club hockey team, but do you think Syracuse hockey is going to go D one for men's in the next couple of years? Have you heard anything? Cause um, you know, I work with everything college hockey. I give a shout out to those guys and you know, we would love to see Syracuse go D one. Like that would be a, such a fun school to play hockey at. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, they could definitely do it um, mm-hmm. if they wanted to, but I feel like, I've never really heard much, you know, the, the club team is pretty good. Yeah. And the women's team is very good. They've been, they were really good when I was there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where they put a, a rink to be honest with you. Cause the rink they use right now, is pretty tiny. It's Imagine like the carry dome. That'd be sick. Yeah. That would, that would be cool. The dome is, uh, uh-huh. it's a pretty cool place to watch a game. I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, definitely that watching a basketball game there is, is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I, I think it would be great to see hockey. Like the area is booming with, hockey players i know there's a few nhl players i'm pretty sure who are from the area too um yeah alex tuck i think is, is one of them yeah and i think i want to say boone avis at one point i don't know if he grew up there maybe or not, not sure. he's from baldwinville so i mean like kind of near the area i guess mm-hmm. um it's like an onondaga county so it's actually pretty close so yeah there's there's definitely a bunch of uh you know ranks in the area like when i was there i used to go play a bunch you know like uh one of my buddies, like his his family was in the area, so he used to take me to, you know, just like pick up games or like beer league games or whatever. It was mm-hmm. go to a bunch of different rinks. It was fun. It was fun. It's a good time. So I would I you know, people love the AHL team. They love the Syracuse Crunch. Yeah. They go to those games. Oh, they do like great, you know, events and promotions and stuff. So I know a lot mm-hmm. of people love going there. 
Well, you mentioned growing up. How did you first get into hockey? Uh, honestly, just my uh, – I started playing when I was like six years old. Probably mm-hmm. my neighbor was um, was a you know former hockey player, and his, his kid, you know, my best friend growing up was the same age. So we started playing around five, six years old. And then, honest to God, I was more into baseball and football because I, I played those two. Um, mm-hmm. Who's your neighbor? Just like a, just like a friend. Just, oh, not like an NHL. No, 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 oh, like, okay. no famous person. Like it, it just, um, but yeah, just probably around middle school maybe is when I started liking hockey more. I would say that's like after the lockout and the Rangers were actually like decent again. So mm-hmm. um, like, yeah, I ended up just, you know, playing, I played high school hockey. I played a little bit of travel um, and then I, I played football too, but yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's, much easier it's easier to play hockey once you're like done competitively playing than like a lot of other sports which is like something i kind of appreciate so it's nice to just get back out there mm-hmm. yes yeah, so are you playing men's league now where, where are you from uh i grew up in mayapack new york so like putnam county um, I, I don't know where is where is that it's like an hour north of uh the city of gotcha. new york city like um, by uh army like west point that area yeah Denver. kind of that's yeah yeah um mm-hmm. This area where I, I like Westchester, Putnam County area, like mm-hmm. there's not very many um, pro hockey players. I think off the top of my head, like there's only two, like uh, Steve Santini, who played mm-hmm. for the Devils for a little bit. He's he's actually like I went to elementary school and middle school with him. Um, oh, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. And like all my friends play baseball with him and stuff, too. He's like one of, one of the nice. His dad actually owned the rink that we all played at, like all yeah. the high schools in the area. Um, and he was he was a good dude. Uh, and then I think Brett Pesci on the yeah. Hurricanes is from like Irvington. Mm-hmm. Sleepy yep. Hollow. That's right. And, and like, Shattenkirk, dude. Yeah, and Shack. Yeah, Shattenkirk. I forgot about that New Rochelle. Mm-hmm. I was right. He he's he's the only one I think that didn't play in high school. Like, yeah, high school like the high school divisions we were in and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he just did. He was too good. Obviously, I mean, yeah, shit, man. Steve, I played against Steve in high school, and he was unbelievable. He was a freshman and was like the best player I've ever seen in my life. Um, against like shitty high school players, <laughs> just used to <laughs> yeah. slot us away like gnats, but. Yeah, they would they would absolutely dominate games. It was so cool. So, which player? It doesn't have to be a ranger, but you can do a ranger and just uh, you know a typical player in the NHL. But which player are you most excited to watch this year or have like a breakout season? I'm pretty well for the Rangers. Like, I'm pretty excited to watch uh, Keandre Miller. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, I think like just the sky's the limit for him, and he obviously hit like the rookie wall last year, like the second mm-hmm. half of the season. But he was so good in the first half, like playing 20 minutes a night as a top four defenseman as a rookie. It was just so impressive. And uh, I honestly think like he's in for a huge leap. Like he's only been playing defense for like four or five years and he's already, he's already sick. Um, Yeah. He's fucking awesome. And then around the league, I mean, I'm just always excited to watch McDavid. I just can't wait to see what he does next. He's, he's, he is so much fun, man. It's, it's great. And then I guess like off, off the beaten path a little bit, but, Florida, the Panthers. I think mm-hmm. they're going to be pretty good this year. So I'm excited to watch Barkov and Huberto. I think they're both they're both nice. Everyone's on the Panthers train this year. That's all all the predictions. I mean, I'm I'm the same way. Like I think the Panthers are awesome. I actually thought they were going to beat Tampa in the first round last year. I I bet on that. But um, you know, I know a lot of the insiders. Like Mike Kelly came on here and he's pretty high on Florida going into this year. A lot of people think they're going to actually win the cup, which is crazy because they have made out of the first round in like 15, 20 years. I think. Yeah, it's been a it's been a very long time since they've won a playoff series, I think. But yeah, their high end talent is just sick. You know, like yeah. Barkov and Huberdo are. You know, I I personally think like everyone kind of knows who Barkov is and how good he is now. But like 
last playoffs, and I obviously I watched him before that, but Huberdo is uh he's he's probably the most underrated player in the league, in my opinion. He's yeah. he's sick. He's so good. And Carter Verhage, dude. I didn't hear that guy's name. Like I know he played on Tampa when they won the bubble, but I don't even remember hearing his name when he was on Tampa. Like he yeah, came out yeah. of nowhere for me last year. Yeah, it's just crazy. The only like cast offs from Tampa Bay that haven't been good so far from Brad Houghton and Lee Borhayek, but everyone <laughs> yeah. else has been terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a damn shame because everyone we get to Tampa ended up being pretty good too. Like <laughs> yeah, JT yeah. Miller, Girardi was solid for a bit. Callahan, obviously, uh, Strawman's been great back there for them. Yeah, um, McDonough obviously won the two oh, cups yeah. with them. How did I forget McDonough? <laughs> uh, well, I guess you know McDonough too. Like, who do you who do you want to see captain? I know Panarin said no, which I actually loved. I thought that was fucking awesome that he said like I don't want to be captain. Yeah, that was I thought that was great too. Like mm-hmm. great self awareness to be honest. But um, I don't know, probably Kreider or Truba. They're yeah. just like the only people who are like not kids on the team anymore, and like the other guys who are older like just got there. Um, mm-hmm. What about Mika? I just don't see them doing that because he could be gone in like yeah. six months if mm-hmm. if they just fall off a cliff and and he's a free agent at the end of the year. So, you know, like that group of people, I don't see like a Strom or, or Zabanajad or like that kind of elk. I think Kreider mm-hmm. is like Kreider and Trooper are the clear choices to me. I could probably yeah. I would see I wouldn't be surprised if like Ryan Lingering got one or Fox mm-hmm. probably just because they're clearly like the future. They're not going yeah. anywhere, those two guys. So I would say probably Probably Kreider or Trubal I'll go with. Foxy and Lingard are going to be like the Stahl and Girardi, but like, I mean, you can't really compare Fox and, and Lingard to Stahl and Girardi. It, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's, but like, the they are, Fox you know? It's just unbelievable. Yeah. It, it, he, he's so good. And it, he's so clearly the best Rangers defenseman like I've seen in my lifetime watching mm-hmm. them. Like, no offense to McDonough or Girardi or Stahl or like Strawman or any of the guys who played or, you know, Leach in the early 2000s, which I kind of remember, but not, not really. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the dude won the Norris in his second year. So like, what else is there to really say? He's going to have the key to the city one day. I I, I like said that like guaranteed. I yeah. Think. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, to wrap things up, uh, something I'm looking forward to, and I'm sure you are as well with the NHL players allowed to play in the Olympics coming next season. I think the USA actually has like a real shot to win. I mean, I don't know if if you feel that way, but this is going to be like the most loaded US team in the Olympics that I can remember probably since I've been alive. Yeah, they. Sh- I mean, they should be pretty good. I'm, uh, At least I'm up just, front, maybe not on the back end. But I'm just happy that they let the NHL players play. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't watch a second of the Olympic hockey last last time, so it, it was like unbearable. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the US team is good. They should be pretty solid. I they got some they got some talent up front for sure. And I'm excited to see. I think Foxy and McDonough hopefully be the top pair. That'd be really cool to watch. Yeah, that actually that would be sick. That would mm-hmm. be awesome to see. So uh, before I let you go, is there anything you want to plug, or you know, the floor is yours here if you want to talk about no, anything? No, nah, no, nah, just uh, you know, obviously I'm on Twitter at FitzGSN underscore, and uh, that's that's pretty much it. That's all I'm doing these days. So uh, you know, I thank you again for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, would love to have you on. Literally whenever you want. Honestly, like you're. Like I said, one of my favorite guys to follow, and I got a lot of cool Ranger humor out of you and just sports in general, so I appreciate what you're doing. It was awesome to finally talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, big fan, too. You know, thank you. This podcast has been fun to listen to. You've had some great guests on, so definitely just thankful to be a part of the many. Appreciate that. Thanks, Fitz. 
I want to thank Fitz once again for joining the show. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview with him. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming. Another great show coming next week. Might be having a co-host soon, so that'll be awesome going into the season. Uh, a lot of cool Rangers content coming out now that training camp is underway. Um, going to try to have episodes every week, hopefully every Monday, but uh, been hard to organize right now in the offseason. So once season starts, hopefully episodes will be posted every single Monday. If you ever have any questions, feel free to DM me on Twitter. My DMs are always open and on Instagram. Um, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Thank you guys for listening, and let's go Rangers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.